So, does that mean we're on? Does that mean it was it, where it go? Yes. Awesome! Awesome! Yeah, we, we are in pod, Podience land. Podience, how are you? Hola, oh. Podience. Hello, hello, Podience. Hello, hello. welcome. You know, it's been it's been it's been a whole month since we've talked to our audience, hasn't it? It has. It's been too uh, long. Yeah. How have you been doing? What's been going on? We can't. Um, I know we're doing this on the internet, but we can't hear them. Oh, that's so true. That is so true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't work okay. that way. Hey, audience. Um, we are doing two podcasts. This is number thirty-five, and um. One will be right after this, uh, number 36. Now, let me tell you what Podcast 35 is. Very important. Very important, because um, some of you just may want to hit stop after you hear the explanation of this podcast and just go to Podcast 36. Some of you may hit stop all the time when you hear a podcast that we're playing. Yeah, and go, oh, wait, this isn't this isn't the podcast that I thought it was. Um, no. We have gotten tons of questions from our audience and our podcast members that uh, want to know how we got started. They want to do skits as well, and and we've never had a forum where we could just answer all those questions. So Podcast 35 is that. It's titled So You Want to Be a Skit Guy or Skit Girl. So um, we're going to take some time and answer those. If that does not interest you whatsoever, go to Podcast 36. That's where we'll talk about TV shows, viewer mail, what's on our minds, what's on our hearts. Right. Yes. Yes. So, okay. This is the time for you to leave. You've been warned. You've been warned. So get out of here if you want to get out of here. Now's the time. Go on, you ragamuffins. They're still here. They're still here. Some of them are. Some of them have hung up. <laughs> Some of them have gone to Podcast 36. That's right. Or have just said, you know what? This is too high maintenance. I'm out of here. Yeah. But for those of you who stuck around, surprise, everyone who listens to this entire podcast gets a prize. A car. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Hey, hey, hey. Huh. We what? We, no? we cannot afford that. Okay, fine. Then I'll do it differently. You get a trip to Australia. You get a trip to Australia. You get a trip to Australia. Buddy. Much cheaper. Much cheaper. Yes, yes, what? yes. Much cheaper, but still we can't. I, what I meant was a prize is that they got you know the knowledge that, that we have to give them. Oh, buddy, that's not a, that's not a prize. That's that may be like a like a. Oh, sorry, my phone rang. Oh, who is that? Is that the president? Yes, but you know what? He's going to have to wait. I'm making a podcast, and my audience is more important. That's right. That's right. That's right. Good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's a good one. That's right. Um, okay, well, so for those of you who want to know all those little nuts and bolts type questions of skit guys and how we do things, this is for you. and hopefully can encourage you. Hopefully can help you. Hopefully can maybe, you know, just give you some jumping off points. Right, Tom? Yes, jumping off points. We consider us your skit bungee <laughs> cord. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, bungee boards. I don't even yes. know what that is. Bungee cord. You know, remember when we bungee oh, jumped that time? That's a, you... that's a friendship flashback we need to do in the next podcast. What's that? Uh, oh, yeah, we've never talked about that, have we? Yeah, when we went bungee jumping. I'm writing it down for podcast number 36. Okay, bungee jumping. It's in. It's it's a go. It's a go. It's locked. Yeah. It's locked. I thought you said bungee board, buddy, so I, I really oh. wasn't sure what you said. So no, just... no. No such thing as a bungee board that I'm aware well, of. Well, I, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay, well, um, so you want to be a skit guy. You want to be a skit girl. You, you like to write. You like to act. Um so let's talk about that kind of stuff. Um, first question that we have that uh, has been asked a lot, and we will refer people, and you can do as well if you know people that are interested in this kind of stuff. Podcast 35 is the place to get your answers. Podcast um, 35. Podcast 35. How did you get started? How did you get started? How did you get started? Ours is a unique story. Um Unlike most groups, um, ours was uh, based on a work release program. Um, Eddie yeah. was uh, 
had to do a work release program, some community service time, and I was his parole officer. No, that's not true at all. No. No, not true at all, buddy. No. We... My my parole officer? Like, we kind of hung hung out in the jail and just talked a little bit in between me doing my rounds and walking around outside and that kind of stuff, and... You'd come visit me and check up on me, and or when I was out of the slammer, we'd end up talking skits when I had to check in with you. Yes, you remember that now. <sighs> I see. I see. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we were youth ministers. We both were youth ministers, um, and... Um, we had done skits in high school for our youth group, and we did them on every Wednesday. Um, I, uh, there were some times that I wouldn't show up or something like that because of home life, but for the most part, we did skits every Wednesday, wouldn't you say, T? Oh, gosh, yeah, when you were yeah. uh, still a senior in high school and I was a freshman in college. Yep. And then um, our youth minister hit, uh, had a brother named Lamar, Lamar Slay. Lamar Slay. And Lamar was going to be the youth minister out at Saddleback Valley Community Church yep. back in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And he asked his brother if he had anybody that would want to be interns for the summer. And our youth minister, Wayne Slay, said, yes, I got two guys. They do drama for me. They, uh, they could do drama for you at Saddleback. So we went out there that summer, and we did skits every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night. Yep, every uh, Tuesday night. And mostly we did some on Sundays, too. Yep, yep, we did stuff for Rick Warren in Big Church, and that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and that is how we got started. We That summer we did skits all summer long, created characters. It, it was a lot of fun um, in youth ministry, getting to see all that happen, and really using our gifts and talents in such a, such a unique way, you know? Uh, it was really fun. And, you know, really it was um... – the, the thing that I think worked so well for us was there was a set time that we had to have something. And it wasn't like you could just go up and go, ah, we, got, we don't have anything this week. It was like you had to come up with something. And yeah, so it really yeah. forced you to kind of exercise, exercise those creative muscles and all that kind of stuff. It, it's it's uh, the closest thing, and still to this day, I don't think we're like that anymore, but there was in that, uh, at, at, in that um, youth room – that we that we held life meetings on Tuesday nights. Um, there was a big old room, and then you had the stage, and then there was like a closet. Do you remember that closet? Oh yeah, Tommy? yeah. Well, me and Tommy, we would be in there rehearsing on a Tuesday night uh, when the band was up. You know, we worked out our stuff during the day, but I just remember being in that closet, going, "Okay, okay, you say this, I say this, you say this, you say this." You know, in um, a closet. In a, in a small little closet trying to figure out our words before we went on stage. Um, and uh, it's not like that today, but there's still that, you know, that, that pressure of, okay, what are you going to do new? What's new? What's different? What's yep. exciting? What can you say? Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that just because during the day we just weren't drama people. We were interns. We had to, you know, fix stuff, load stuff. Oh, Be man. with students, you know, you, you had other stuff you had to do, so that it wasn't like we had all day to come up with a skit. Yeah. Um, it was – that was secondary for the most part. Um, and we would always go to Goodwill and thrift stores and find costumes. That was another thing I remember that was so much fun to – we still do. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I, I still, still go to different places to look for clothes, you know, for props. And thanks to the internet, it's easier now. Like the, it, this week, I had to find some clip-on ties, and boom. boom! Hello, Amazon. Thank you. Yeah. Do you think you're maybe one of the only guys in his forties that that you have a prop closet? Yeah, I hope so. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? It's rather odd for someone who doesn't do skits to have a prop closet. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. Like oh, I yeah. know, you know, but you know, how how did how did we get started? I mean, that's just it's crazy. That's it's still going on because even back then it was this is fun this is cool well since we can't be on saturday night live at least we got to do this for a little bit before we become youth ministers you know yeah and i think the important thing to note here too is that um 
it's not like we were, hey, let's start the skit guys, you know? Yeah, or, totally. Or, hey, let's do skits for a living. We'd kind of given up that dream, you know? Well, that, no one would let us. No, I mean, no, but I yeah. mean, there was the dream of going to Saturday Night Live, you mm -hmm. know, and that kind of thing. And we really, um, I, I would go as far as to say I felt like we surrendered that dream to God, you know, and went, you know, we'll do what you have for us. And, you know, at the end of the summer, um, you stayed in California. I went back to Oklahoma, and for all practical purposes, we assumed it was pretty much over. You it know? was done. Yeah. yeah. And you were a youth minister. Mm -hmm. uh, you got married, became a youth minister. Moved to uh, Texas. Moved to Texas. I stayed in California, um, worked with Doug Fields. Uh, we got together uh, about once a year for a while. Once a year, yeah. I was out there for about seven years, uh -huh. and there would always be someone that'd bring me back to Texas, and we'd and and because I was doing stuff in the high school group or still for Rick Warren, um, I would always come back to you and go, "Hey, I got this skit. We just need to make it into a two-person skit, but I know it works." Yeah, you know. So, and uh, that's where the prayer skit. That's where so many of our skits have come from. Was me doing them out at Saddleback with the team. Uh, I was with out there, then you and I would make it into a duet. Oh, so. it's, it's where the chisel skit came. God's chisel uh -huh. came from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sunday yep. morning on Saddleback. Boom. Yep. Um, which, uh, so that's how we got started. And, and little by little, when I moved back to Texas, um, in about 95, 96, I can't remember. Um, yeah. We started doing skits. I mean, it really was so weird. When I moved back after Saddleback, uh, the phone just started ringing. Just people, hey. And, and I think because we were youth ministers, uh, which, we'll, which we'll get into the next question, how do you get started? I see a lot of people having a hard time. Um, and I think the fact that we were youth ministers and we were so plugged in to the youth ministry circuit as youth ministers and you develop relationships, it was not hard for our friends to go, hey, we'll have you come in. We'll have you come in. We'll have you come in. And uh, that's really how we got started when we were together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, while you were out at Saddleback, you know, riding stuff and doing all of that, I was I was in Texas going to disciple nows and mm -hmm. doing one man shows going to you know super summer in texas and different camps and making videos so there was that those relationships so then when we got together in texas you know it it was hey you know can you well there's two of us now let's do this and and again it was that magic of the friendship that was missing when i was doing it by myself anyway and people are like oh Oh, that's that's what we want. Yeah, let's have them, you know. And then you had your connections in California, and word spread, and now here we are, two guys doing what we never thought we'd do full-time. Totally, totally. Um, and never thought we'd do it full-time, never wanted to do it full-time, and never thought we'd be asked to do it full-time. And what we mean by that is <laughs> if you put out excellent stuff – I mean, it's kind of like Field of Dreams, you know, where James Earl Jones is going, people will come, Ray, people will come. Uh, I mean, we just kept trying to do our very best, um, giving it to God, and then little by little, it really was a thing of, you know what, the phone is ringing, um, and we got to make some choices here. Are we youth ministers or are we skit guys? And uh, because our, our our kids and our youth group, they're the ones taking the hit. They're so loving. They're so great. They're so wonderful to share us but we can't keep doing that to the kids you yeah. know so yeah um, and, and it was um you know for both of us there were steps of faith to step away from hmm? you know full-time you know jobs uh with all the benefits that came with them and going all right let's let's try this yep and 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 there really was a uh point between us that we could either keep on doing what we're doing but we're never Never really going to be that great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if we if we did both, we we become a jack of all trades and a master of none. Yep. Or we go. This is what I sink my teeth into. Let's see what can happen. And uh, I, I really think Tommy. After I had already um, at that point, I had already bitten the bullet and said, "Okay, I'm a I'm a skit guy." Yep. Better for worse. Here we go. And then you did that shortly later. And I think that's when it, you just saw God 
go, here we go, yeah. boom, you know, and there was no looking back. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it, you know, we, we, we talk about it like we knew it was going to happen and we saw it happening, but it was, I mean, I have to look back and see, but I mean, there was, you know, big pay cut reductions. How am I going to make ends meet with my family, move them to a different place? And I mean, that's, you know. God, God's always good, though. He always honors faith. You're totally right. And, and still to this day, uh, however many years later, you're always in uncharted waters. I mean, if there's one thing that I'm learning is you never have it made. You never cross the finish line. There's always another step of faith to be had. And you're, you're always in these waters, and, and now it's just not us, but there's a whole staff of people behind us, yep. and, and we don't always have to have the answers, but we always have to figure out how to communicate clearly and effectively, you know yep. what I mean, to our audience, to the people we do skits in front of, and even to the people that are with us on this great journey at Skit Guys Land here of, hey, we – we have no idea what's around this bend, but we're going to step out in faith and do it. And here are the ABCs of how we see it, of how we see we need to get there, um, God willing. Yeah. So, so looking at you know how we got started and how it turned into a full time job for us, like how do we? What do you think that are those things that we say to people who are saying, you know, how do I get started? Well, I think um, I think the very basic. The ba very basic stuff is if you're an actor or a writer, you need to figure out how you can get plugged in at your church. Yeah. Um, and, and I would – this is going to sound crazy and a little radical, but if you have already said right now, well, that's not my church, then I would say if this is a dream you want to follow, then you go get in a church that that can happen at. Yep. And um, Jesus said some pretty radical things as well that made no sense. And this may make no sense to you um, for your life, but if it is a dream and it is a passion of yours, go somewhere where you can exercise those t talents and gifts. Um, and uh, Or can you start it there? Do, does your pastor believe in it? Does the youth minister believe in it? And if so – Maybe you started there at your church. Don't know, but those are your first options to figure out. Um, you need to, when you figure that part out, it really is a thing of, okay, how many times with the people in charge's blessing can I do something? Is it once a month? Is it twice a month? Who's your team? What what people do you need to find that are just as passionate about it as you are to pull off? Excellent stuff. That's good. Um, and I use the word excellent because if it's mediocre, if it's cheesy, if it's half-baked, your pastor or your youth minister, especially your pastor, they're just not going to trust you. Yeah. Your youth minister may go – and it's not a slam to a youth minister, but a youth minister's world, oh my goodness, they have their world – the parents of the kids, they have their volunteers. They, they may have their own staff and their own interns, but then they have to do what the pastor wants them to do as well. Right. So you may have some grace in the youth ministry front of doing skits, and you may have the youth minister go, it wasn't that great, but hey, try again next month. Yeah. But with a pastor, if it's not of excellence and you've just eaten up five minutes of platform time on a Sunday morning and it wasn't that great, you probably won't get asked back. Yeah. You know? Um. So you got to find great people that can make great things happen on a dime in some ways. And you're in that proverbial closet that me and Tommy were in, and you're rehearsing. You're working, and they're not afraid of it. You know, They're not, they're not afraid of, okay, you say this, I say this. Oh, let's change that. What? We're going to change it? Yeah, we're going to change that line right here because it really doesn't work. Um, you got to have people that can be real flexible. Too. Yeah, yeah, and and I think too, you know, and and this is just on the heels of what you said, Ed. Is you know, you, you gotta, you know, in some ways, you gotta bloom where you're planted. You gotta, you know, don't don't be saying, how can I get and do a conference? How can I go somewhere else mm -hmm. and do something? You know, Ed and I say all the time, you know, do what you can where you are with what you have, and leave the results up to God. And that's not just a catchphrase. I mean, that's a great attitude in life. Do yep. what you can. Do what you can. Don't, don't, you know, you don't have to set out to 
to be bigger than you are, do what you can where you are, you know, uh, in your area. If it's not, you know, if the church you're at, as Ed said, if, if the church you're at doesn't have any venue for that, no no drama of any kind, then find one that does, you know, um, and, and do what you can where you are with what you have and leave the results up to God. You know, I mean, it's, it's funny when people ask us, you know, how did you guys get started? How did you get, but then it usually turns into not how you got started, but, but okay, how did you get to do uh, this conference or that conference? Or, you know, how did you get to have a TV show? How did you get to have, you know, and there's no, there's no answer. We didn't set out to have a TV show. We didn't set out to go do a a certain conference or anything like that. Um, We set out to use the gifts and talents that God has given us for him. And it was it was always something that we loved to do. And so we did it and we trusted him. Now that doesn't mean you don't have dreams and desires as as you know, as it continues to grow, those come about naturally and you do want to strive for those, you know, but start out just doing what you can where you are. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I and I think too is, you know, if you do want to go different places and do other things, you know, make yourself available and make yourself great. But yep. don't don't be ah oh, what's sort of looking for Ed don't you know don't don't come across as needy or you know well please let me come be a part of your conference please let me come do this you know put desperate. your faith yeah don't be desperate put your faith no. in God not in men yep um I, you know um with all this starting off point that Tommy and I've talked about I, one thing that has never changed for Tommy and I still to this day. And and you want to get started, everything that you see Tom and I do has been worked out at our churches. Mm-hmm. It has – if you see any video, it has we, – we call it our lab. Our churches are our lab. Yep. You, you hardly will ever see Tommy and I step on stage somewhere, cold turkey, where, well, let's see if it works – We've done the same thing we've been doing since we were in high school. Yep. We have a base where people love us, where people will tell us honestly if it works or doesn't work, and then we go outside that lab and do it. That is one thing that's never changed, and if we could give you any any advice whatsoever is you've got to have that lab. Yeah. Um, another lab for us is Planet Wisdom. Um, it's the Conference of Planet Wisdom. Uh, we've been doing it 10 years. That group, more or less, never changes. Does it? It grows, um, but people that come, there's enough Skid Guys fans there that go, "Oh, you're gonna love these guys." Yeah. So we try out new stuff there too. And Planet Wisdom is our lab. You will see a skit done at the first of the fall at a Planet Wisdom conference, and it'll look totally different two years later. Yeah. But we had to go somewhere to figure it out to get it working right. Before we set out and do it anywhere else. Right. Um, got to have your lab. Got to have your lab. Huge when you get started. And, um, and, and your lab may be the the youth group at your church. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's yes. That's a great yes. place. Yes, exactly. And that's how that we – basically, we've never, we've, we've never strayed away from that, from – you know, our youth group has changed, so to speak, but what we did in high school with our youth group continues on to this day, yeah. you know, um, with our with our base people. Um, so uh, I would say, too, that you're going to have problems. You know, there's a saying, no problems, no profit. Um, and the profit isn't money. The profit is change, evolution, figuring out what works, what doesn't. If you can accept right now, before you get into this, that you will have problems, you're going to be far you're going to be far better off than the person that's going to hit hurdles and go, oh well, then I guess we quit. No problems, no profit. Yeah. You work through the problems, see what they are, and then you will profit from it in ways of wisdom, of your territory may be expanded as far as what you can do. And then you can write down those things of, God, I'd like to do this conference. Have a dream list of things you want and see how God works those things out. That's good. So, um, so anyway, that's your basic as far as, you know, that's what we'd encourage to do as far as how to get started. Um, like we said, we became full-time skit guys, I mean, somewhere in the late 90s, I guess. Um, 
but two, which, full time. Full time was yeah. two thousand and three. Oh, was it two thousand? Yeah. yeah. How funny! That crazy because you you came to Texas in the late nineties. Late nineties. That's yeah. so yeah yeah. That's so funny how it all blurs together. I know. So you know if you think about it, two thousand and three. That's eight years. Yeah. I mean, not not too long, not even a decade, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but but friends, audience, we can tell you that I so more than Tommy. Um, but have have we talked about this? Would be great to do this. This would be great to do this. Golly, wouldn't it be great to do this? Sure. Um, and we've you know shook hands on that and agreed on those would be wonderful dreams. Yeah. But we have never to this day, never to this day. When it comes to us doing live events, we've never sent a single bit of advertisement out about us. No. We've never said, let us come to your church, let us come to your camp, let us do your event. We've never, ever, ever done that because we've always felt if God wants this to do anything, it's going to have to be because of him. Now, do we are we promoted on videos and product and books? And if other people are doing stuff, yes. But that took a long time for even that ball to get rolling. But we still to this day have never said, let us come to your church. Right. You know, um, yeah. And, you know, when we say we've been doing this full time for less than a decade, yes. But we've been the skit guys for, you know, since 96, 97, you know. Yeah. And prior yeah. to that, it was the foundation of a friendship and the foundation of us being in totally separate states um, trying to honor God with our gifts and talents, you know, so, you know, the road to, to becoming full time at this is much longer than just eight years, you know, totally, totally. It's kind of like Jim Carrey. Uh, he, he, um, he wrote a check and put it in his wallet, um, you know, for a million dollars and put a date on it. Um, when he was scrubbing toilets and stuff and just said, I give my, Myself, I think it was 10 years. It could have been 15 years, but he actually had a check and then his wallet with a date that was, you know, for the future, 15 years down the road, said, if it doesn't happen then, then I quit this. I'm just not going to do it anymore. And and I think you have to keep the end in mind of this is – you're going to have problems and it's going to take a while before, you know, you, ex- you have experience under your belt, um, which is probably hard, Tommy, for this generation um, – you know, behind us, um, am I saying that right? Behind us, um, or the younger generation, um, because they get things so quickly. Things yeah. are so so immediate. But I'm telling you, just as a comedian does comedy clubs and is working those night shifts and is sitting in front of people that aren't laughing and they have to figure out the tools and the handles as far as how do you make someone laugh, friends. Me and Tommy were at a lot of churches, a lot of churches that gave us a chicken dinner (laughs) and old people with their arms crossed. You know, in a comedy club, you have the people that are drunk that aren't laughing or don't think you're funny. In churches, you have the critics and the crazies and 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 the senior citizens that don't think comedy should be in there whatsoever. And you have to win those people over, you know. Those are your people to – if you can make them laugh and if you can figure out their heartbeat and what they're going through as believers and you can get them to laugh and chuckle, then, oh, my, you're, you're, you're on the right road. Yep. Yep, that's so true. I, you so, know, I was thinking about our timeline. It was really 1987 that we did our first skits in church for the youth group. Mm-hmm. Uh, 89, we went out to California. Uh, then you've got a 10-year span in there, pretty much, of us being in separate places, doing what we do. And then, uh, you know, it was summer of 97 where we did our first big conference, Texas Youth Evangelism Conference. And uh, the only reason I remember that is I missed my 10-year graduation uh, or 10-year reunion uh, so that we could do that because it was like 20,000 people. And we thought, oh, my goodness, 20,000 people. Yeah, let's do that, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, then it was after even after even at that point, that's 97 when we started, you still have six years later before we went full time. So Crazy, that's, isn't I mean, it? Yeah, that's that's a you know, that's a 16 year process. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uncharted waters the whole way. Yep. 
you know, dreams that were written down, adventures to be had. Golly, wouldn't it be cool if? But um, it really was step by step, and and taking chances when they when they when they came around. So and and you know the dreams are still there, and the ideas of different things to do. And I think at this age we've gotten to the point where we go, don't ever give up on those dreams. But also don't force them. Do what you can. Still, do what you no, can yeah. where you are with what you have, you know. And and God will take care of the dreams. Yeah, yeah. The dreams morph. The dreams change. The dreams yep. are still written down. This dream, you know, it's so funny. I was telling Tommy uh, this. Um, I sent out an email that said identifying the future. <laughs> I sent it to everybody on our staff, and it was where we've come, where, where we've, what we've done. Here's some of the trends that we've seen in Skit Guys Inc. world, and here are the top ten things we could do in the future. And one person responded <laughs> to, it, to it. You know, Tommy, you didn't even respond. No. And, you know, and as a visionary, as a person that believes in dreams and thinking about the future and what the next ten years looks like, um, you know, I go, that's lonely because no one responded. No one. No one went, yeah, oh, and what about this, and what about this, and we could do this. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got a dream. you got to write it down, or it may not ever happen, you know? Yeah, and then and, and, and that's, you know, the yin and yang of us, too, and depending on who's trying to do what and if they're a partnership or however it works. But, you know, Eddie is very much the visionary of Skit Guys, and, and he's the one who has the dreams. Um, I, I kind of take life as it comes along and – you know, I I don't know. I think have we ever identified that I had one dream, one goal? Did we? Has there ever been one? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that there has been. Uh, but there's a point to that. Um, you know, if Eddie ever had a dream or a goal or something that included me that I didn't agree with, I would go, I'm I'm not in on this one. You know, totally. But yeah. but. You know, the the yin and yang, the great part is you don't have to worry about our goals clashing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and we do. We have we have our own DTRs where yeah. hey, I want to do this. I think this would be great to do this. You know, like we keep talking about making a, a comedy movie, like yeah. making a legitimate hour, twenty minute movie. Um like, you know, I've said to Tommy, this can't be my dream. I mean, we this has to be both of our dreams because yeah. it's going to take work. Uh, you know, and we don't know when the right time at the right place. Um, we don't know when, when that time is, but it's a dream, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, we've talked about doing our own conference. Mm-hmm. We have no idea when the right time at the right place that will happen. Nope. But, you know, but those are the next dreams, you know. So, anyway. Yep. Um. So hopefully, audience, we've given you, as we've taken a trip down memory lane for ourselves, we've given you some nuts and bolts of how you get started. Um, you know, another question is, how do you come up with your skits? That's a that's a huge question. That's yeah. a huge question. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's giant because, I mean, we have some methods, but there's it's really more than one answer to that. Yeah. Um, our world now is just not skits; it's skits and videos. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of like it's kind of like if you can imagine, it's two different compartments in our heads: stuff that's done live on stage, and stuff that's done on film. Stuff that works on stage ne- doesn't necessarily work on film. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have these two different worlds now, but um, uh, it's it's writing down a lot of ideas. It's writing down stuff, um, you know, like. Uh, I read in that John Hughes um, – uh, I don't know where it was. It was in some magazine about John Hughes that he carried around a little blue book, a little oh, red yeah. So I, I did it because John Hughes did it. And so, But I have these little books, little little um, booklets you can get like at Borders or on the um, – or uh, oh, what's that place? Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Little <laughs> Little little leather-bound books that you have blank pages, and I write – like if I hear a funny line on television, if somebody has a funny story, I will – I have those little books, and I'll write stuff in them, and, uh, you know, and you go back to them, and, and um, you hear a story. That can become a skit. It's so many ways that skits come up with, but it hardly ever is sitting down for us at a computer and typing out a script. Right. You know? 
Um, um, and, and we've said before, real life makes the best skits, you know. Um, and probably right now, you know, we don't have the time to go into detail of everything. And it sounds like a, a sales pitch probably, but, you know, Skit Training 101 has a couple of different ideas on it. One of them being, you know, um, oh, what was I going to say? One of them being the, uh, uh, what do we call that thing, Ed, where you write it all out. Um, your idea, your a story, oh, um, a, script a, writing blueprint. Yeah, blueprint, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skit Training 101, you know, is a, a DVD that we made to help folks that, that have uh, drama groups or want to do drama, and there's something in there called the, the skit writing, uh, script writing blueprint, you know, and it's basically taking, you know, what is your, um, what's the message going to be about, what's the scripture, the, the, and then think of stories in life that has happened together and, you know, you write it all out, you know, and, and we still to this day, if we're trying to write something that would be, you know, focused on a certain scripture or a topic, you know, it's always a good way to sit down and kind of figure it out. It's great. It's, it's great. I used to do it with our drama team and, and all these things that we're saying, like the script writing blueprint or talking about stories, we go back up to the front of this whole podcast saying how do you get started you got to have a team around you because when you hear a story or when you do an improv um when you do a simple improv or anything like that you got to have your team there and go okay let's act it out let's work it out you know and then you listen to the audience um or your 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 team and if they're laughing you probably have a really funny skit because if three people laugh three thousand people will laugh um but uh skit training 101 Tommy, I don't know about you, but out of all the things we sell, that is the one piece of product that I'm most proud of. Oh, there, there's no question about it. I mean, I, I I love it. I love it because it is it's the heart of where we are in wanting to uh, enable and empower people to use their gifts and talents for God. Yep. So shameless plug, skitguys.com, Skit Training 101, and we are in the process, and if people listen to this a year later from now, um, we will have it on skitguys.com uh, where you could download each uh, each lesson or each different um, you know tip uh, or demonstration. I'm trying to think of the right word how to describe these as individual downloads. Um, yeah, like like well, I mean, there's different videos. Like there's a video that that actually shows. Um, how to do something called the uh, the page down method, which is scripture, or scripture memory is uh, excuse me um, script memory, and so you could download just that video if you wanted it. Or there's you know another video that does explain the script writing blueprint, and you could just download that. There's a video that explains you know and and shows examples of improv and how to use that. And so you you, you know when we have it on there digitally, you can download whichever one works for you. Yeah, put it on your iPad, let your team watch it, and boom, there you have it. So, um, yeah, mostly most proud of the Skit Trainer 101 and all the different – those really are our little magic nuggets. Um, yeah. And it would take too long to just explain them on this podcast, and it wouldn't make any sense. We actually have actors – we got actors that don't know – didn't know any of these methods, and you see right before your eyes them working these things out, and they work. These methods – really do work uh as far as putting skits together and um anyway yeah, which is so. really cool because we knew they worked for us but to find out yes. that they work for you know that's a, they're, that they're more universal is is really exciting you know and that was and that was a little scary that day filming going <laughs> i mean it could have fallen on its face and we yeah. would have shut on right then you know yeah yeah well you know and and also you know we talk about you know how do you come up with your skits um, there's times that we kind of look in, in our own devotion life or something, you know, we'll, we'll hear something in reading the word or that we feel like God says to us that just automatically it goes, man, that'd be a great skit, you know? And, and then it's a message of, or it's a, uh, a series of, you know, kind of figuring out how do you, how do you communicate it? So it's, you know, it makes sense. Is there some humor in there? Um, <laughs> You know, and the other thing we do is we sit down and, and look at sometimes and go, you know, what what are some elements of, you know, uh, scripture that we don't have skits on? You know, uh, we didn't have a, yes. a, a we didn't have a skit on the Ten Commandments, and we're, you know, we're in the middle of 
you know, working it all out and trying to come up with something great about the Ten Commandments so that we can, you know, remind the next generation of what they are and what they mean. And uh, we get a lot of emails about the armor of God. Um, we've talked about one video, yeah. um, but Tommy, I thought of something else this morning. It just hit me. I thought, oh, that'd make a great video. I'll have to tell you about it. Remind me to tell you about it. Um, okay. Uh, but, you know, another example of coming up with skits is we were in a car, in a, in a, in a rental truck in North Dakota. Yeah, I got off the plane in North Dakota. We are driving an hour down to this event, and um, we're just looking at all the snow. It's when all the snow hit, um, and just plain prairie after prairie, just field after field of, of snow. Everywhere. And, Everywhere, and it looks so beautiful. And at the same hand, it looked very cold and very desolate. And and me and Tommy, you know, I said, wouldn't it be great if you did a video on somebody in the winter of their soul, or you know, you just see this person sad and and just trying to figure out life, and you can hear the snow crunch, and but it's just cold. They are lonely, you know. And and that was the initial idea. And the more and more me and Tommy started talking about. It became a comedy piece, yeah. <laughs> you know? and we filmed it in Canada two weeks ago, and it'll be on. Uh, it'll be out probably next year because, but it's called. It's cold. It's cold out there, yeah. and uh, I, I love the fact that the evolution process of something that I thought was kind of morbid and sad turned out to be a funny piece about yeah. how it's a cold world out there, and it's getting colder because we don't physically interact with people anymore we're, we're more concerned about what we have than other people so yeah. anyway um so if you're listening to this in 2012 you can go to skiguys.com and uh search it's cold and you'll find a funny video that we're referring to so anyway. and if you're listening to this on a computer chip in your brain in 2020 then <laughs> it's probably doesn't exist anymore <laughs> or it's it's not that good yeah so. yeah <laughs> Oh, how funny. Um, um, or Canada is not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. I'm sorry. Audience. If you're from Canada and you're listening to this, I apologize for we're, my friend. Hey, we're just joking. We're hey. just Hey. hey. Um, so, okay. How do? Here's another question, Tommy. Yeah. I hope this isn't boring to people. Um, well, they can always stop listening if it's boring. I, <laughs> and go to and go to podcast thirty six. Oh, thirty six. Yeah. Um, okay. How do you get people to call you to come and do skits? Um, I'll refer, and Tommy, you can chime in too. I'll refer to the very first second question. Um, how do I get started? The only reason our phone rings, I feel, is because we don't ever get comfortable. And try to put out mediocre stuff. Yeah. And we don't ever go, this is good enough for Christians. I can remember when me and Tommy were in high school and our youth minister gave us skit books. And I remember I took them home. I was so excited. I got I got Christian skit books. And I remember reading them and I read them. And I just remember thinking, these are really cheesy. These aren't that great. Um we don't talk like this. And then even as a youth minister, there were people that were out there traveling and doing skits. And, uh, I mean, you had Kirk Cloninger, who yep. was, was the best. Oh, he's the godfather. The godfather of, of what we do. Kirk Cloninger, he's, he's an awesome actor. Um, great writer. Great writer. Um, a lot of that stuff is on skiguys.com. Yeah. Um, that that is Kurtz. I saw him when I was like 21 years old, and he did a he did a monologue for us, and I was just like, oh wow, I want to do that. That is amazing. I want to do that. He he's excellent at his craft, but there were a lot of people out there that weren't. They were mediocre and they were just okay, um, but it wasn't the best. And and this isn't egotistical because I I know my weaknesses. I I know where we fall short a lot. But the one thing we really do try to do is to go, we're never going to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. We're continually going to put out new stuff um, because I think that's what did a lot of the people before us, what did them in was yeah. they had about 10 skits 
and they did them everywhere. And finally, you just had people going, "Oh, we've we've seen that. We've yeah. seen that. We've seen that." You know? Yeah. And it was good the first three times, but now we're kind of bored with it. Yeah. I think the thing that works for Tommy and I is that we are ad libbers, and even if you do see a piece for the fourth or fifth time, it's still going to feel way different. Yeah. Because we are very aware of where we go and what we do. And has this crowd seen us before? Uh, and there's times backstage that we go even to this day to go, uh, we can't do that. We care so much yeah. about those types of things, even to this day that we will scrap skits and go, I'd rather err on the side of doing something new yeah. and, you know, uh, doing something again, um, that they may have seen. So it's it's a real it's a real hard balance, you know. Yeah, it's also uh, you know it's knowing your audience and knowing that you know what I I don't you know I don't I don't we don't expect the audience to cater to us. It's it's our responsibility to cater to the audience, you know, and to meet them where they are. And, yep. And and that connection is important. I mean, and you know when you talk about you know how do you get people to call you to come and do skits, you know. I think the only advertising we do is we have a, a Yellow Pages ad in the Sheboygan uh, phone book, and you know, <laughs> and that really helps. That and the Penny Saver ads. <laughs> so again, I, I wouldn't worry about people calling you. I would worry about having a base, having a lab, and you don't want to go anywhere until you have about ten great skits under your belt. Yeah. Um, and that's drama and comedy. Um, you don't want to go anywhere with just two or three skits and sweating it out. You want to work at your church, create skits, don't copy other people, don't don't grab other pieces of anybody else's material, but work, sweat, figure out how God is using you and your brand and in your DNA to create visuals for your generation. and And then – Allow God to make the phone make the phone ring, yeah, or the right uh, divine encounter to happen. Um, I think that's huge. Okay, um, on the tail of how do you get people to, you know, to have you come do skits? Uh, how about this question that we get asked? How do you know what to charge? That's a, um, well, if you're starting out. I mean, and you have friends. Your friends are going to be your greatest allies, and if you keep doing it for a really long time, they're still going to be your greatest allies, but you're going to have to always give them the friend rate. Um, so, But at first, your friends are the ones that are going to be the ones that are going to give you the comedy clubs to go do your thing at, and um, you, you get you get whatever they can give you. Plus the chicken dinner, you know, and you take it and and you're really not there for the money as you are the experience and go, wow, this worked at our church. It did not work for them. Well, why not? Why didn't it? Why didn't it work? Oh, you know what? You said this and this and this that that only works at our church. Take that out. We got we got to make more generic. You're there. The the experience doesn't leave. It's what Tommy Tommy said. 16 years of doing this. Um you know, we are very confident when we step out on stage now. It's fun, but it was grueling. <laughs> you know, it was <laughs> look at look at the crowd out there. Okay, most of them are old people. We got to scrap a fourth of what we're doing and we remember that skit we did 3 years ago? We do that one. Okay, I did this one skit at church and it was this. Okay, here's the words. You say that and we'll be backstage still like in that proverbial closet, yep. you know, in Amarillo, Texas. Um, do you remember that doing oh, that banquet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We showed up. We thought it was a youth banquet, and we showed up, and it was all senior adults. So did we go out and do youth stuff? No. Yes. Oh, we, no. No. We were backstage sweating, going, you know, there we were, in, you know, backstage in a little room going, okay, um, I remember at Saddleback I did this one thing where uh, maybe it will work. Okay, let me get – and, you know – and we would – you say this, I say this, you say this. Okay, there's one skit. Now, if we took this skit bit out of there, that, that would seem to work for old people, and this would seem to work. No, that – okay, think through the lines. Oh, no, that would be offensive. Leave yeah. that out. 
you got to do that. You, I mean, that's the blood, sweat, and tears of anything. Yeah. Um, whatever your job is, again, no problems, no profit. Doesn't mean money. It means wisdom more than anything right at first. Um, and then, and then I would say, if you, if the phone does ring, um, five hundred dollars is a great, is a great rate. Five hundred dollars a day. Um, you know. Then if you start flying places, maybe it's $700 plus expenses, and you know, then you can just kind of up it from there. And that's probably another podcast all in itself of if people really do – If Tommy, I'd say this. Mm-hmm. If there are people that are doing this thing and they are trying to do it and they are succeeding at just the basics of what we've given them, and if we start getting emails going, okay, we're ready to know how much you'd charge – and those types of questions. That's probably another podcast or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I think the question and, you know, it's money and time changes depending on when somebody was to listen to this. But, you know, we, yeah. we were taught the the term, you know, w- what the market will bear, you know, and, and that's really it. It's, you know, what, how much is your time worth? You know, we, we've said forever our ministry is free, but our time, what you pay for is our time away from our families. And, you know, it, it, how do you put a price on that? You know, it, it really goes back to what, you know, what will the market bear? What is it that, you know, um, a church can afford and that matches with what you need um, and what realistically, you know, scripturally speaking, that you know, the church is called to take care of uh, those who are doing ministry, you know, and to, um, if the workman is approved, to take care of them. And so, yeah. you know, it's, it's all, it, you, you said it from the very beginning. It, it's a hard, there's, there's not a simple answer to that question. There's not. And, and it really is, again, you pay your dues, you pay your dues with credits in the bank as far as what you do on stage. No one's ever going to pay you what you think you're worth <laughs> yeah. until you've made a whole crowd of people laugh. And not just with one skit, but with ten skits. Yeah. And then the person that wants to bring you in going, you know what? I can trust these people. I can trust these folks. I'll have them at my church. Then they call and go, how much are, you know, whatever your whatever your name is of your team. You know what? I've seen you guys. I've seen what you do. I'll trust you. Yeah, you're worth it. But, I mean, that's in itself is you're, you are earning the right to be heard. And it all really starts with your lab. Yeah, and the truth of the matter is, especially when you're getting started, you don't always get paid with money. You get paid with experience, and you get mm-hmm. paid with exposure, and you get paid with networking. Um, you know, there's a lot of those things. And again, you know, we'll go back to faith because, you know, we went out uh, and we're, we're church interns for 50 bucks a week, you know, yeah. in, in, in the summer. 50 bucks a week, and we had to pay for food out of that, you know? So it's not like we were, you know, it's not even that we were making money. I mean, it was like, how do you live in California for a summer on 50 bucks a week, you know? Right. But at the end of the summer, you know, they took up a love offering and I think each one of us took, you know, something like somewhere between 12 and $1,500 each, you know? And, and so there, I, I remember starting that semester of school you know, having just worked my tail off for 50 bucks a week, but man, in 1989, you know, starting college with, you know, $1,500 in the bank, that was pretty sweet, you know? That was pretty crazy. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. And, and full circle, me and Tommy this past August went back to Saddleback and we celebrate recovery conference. Yeah. And the whole time we were up there, it was just like, I cannot believe (sighs) 89, summer of 89. I mean, that's, was that 89, 99? I mean, that was over 20 years ago. Yeah. And here we are back at Saddleback doing our thing. And it's so much fun. Yeah. You know, 20 years. We got more than 50 bucks. So that was cool. We got got more than 50 bucks. Our family got to go with us. We got to swim in Doug Fields' pool. Yeah. 
which our kids thought was better than Disneyland. Yeah. And and Rick Warren backstage comes up to us and goes, "Hey, I just want to let you know that I TiVo your your television show." Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, yeah. And he's all like, "Ask Josh, ask him." <laughs> yeah, I do. I TiVo it. I watch your TV show. I watch it. I watch it. And you know, and that's the fun stuff. Twenty years later, you're going, "My goodness." At 19 and 20 years old, nobody could have told me, we, you know, hey, fast forward the tape. 20 years later, you'll be doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. So anyway, um, I hope those have been some good little nuggets. Um, can I be a skit guy too? That's a question. Um, I would I would say yes, um, but I would, I would create your own name. I think uh, this is going to sound very business, but – I would really, really, really work on the branding of if you have if you have a vision and a dream that this thing can go on more than five or ten years, I would create a great name. Um, let me give you an example. Uh, we have at skitguys.com some people that we recommend the Skitsy Chicks, and there are two guys named Hurt and Manly. Now, Hurt and Manly used to be called Schizo. Now. As they keep going along, the name Schizo can become offensive to people. Well, but, it is to people like me. <laughs> and, and 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 my whole thing was, guys, if you become – if your platform expands and if you get to do more things, it's going to be very, very odd. Even the places we've gone, Tommy and I have gone, Yeah. if someone is saying, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Schizo – it's just going to get more and more odd as you go along. It's yeah. cute. It's but if you see a, a vision, I would fast forward the tape and go, "Can you be a skate guy too?" Yes. What is the branding of your name? What, what is something memorable that people will think about that associates them with skits and drama and comedy? And I would go after that name, uh, and I would secure it on the web, and I would do all that stuff, you know, for twenty five bucks. What 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 do you think, T? Oh, it's totally true, and it's really – it's more than business. I mean when you talk about uh, building a brand and protecting that brand, no one has done a better job of that or does a better job of protecting it than the Billy Graham Association. And, you know, that's not about business. That's about, you know, building something great and maintaining it, you know, and taking care of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, we – um. We talked about swinging for the fences on one of our podcasts, and uh, one ways we, you know, dream big dreams. And one of it was it's it's on our website now called the Birdcage. Um, but we found verbiage of Billy Graham's that we wanted to use the beginning at the end of the Birdcage, and yep. we submitted it to the Billy Graham Association, and thinking, okay, here we are swinging for the fences, and we got rejected. Yeah. Um, and which goes two things is even some of your dreams you will not get, but my goodness, you gotta keep, you gotta swing for the fences. Um, and on the same hand, Tommy, it's exactly what you said. They have a name, they have a brand. They don't know us. We have no credits in the bank toward the Billy Graham Association. Um, uh, well, you know why there was even a woman that worked there, and we're thinking, hey, it's not what you know, but who you know. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna work. But even then, it was us. Our brand was was uh, something they just didn't look at and go, oh, okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do that. So, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta have a good name. And I mean, it, you know, and the 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 other point is, you know, the Billy Graham, they're just bad people. They're 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 evil <laughs> and they don't love Jesus. So, <laughs> right? Was that right. what you took yeah. away from the experience? That's that's what I took away from it. Yes. <laughs> no, they're great. Yeah, we love them. We we have uh we have what we call the Billy Graham clause, and you know it really is. It is uh, when we come to a month that is just packed, and it's like we you know Carissa and and uh, Sarah take care of us from a booking standpoint, and uh-huh. we tell them no more. But there's always the Billy Graham clause. If Billy Graham cl- uh, calls, we'll go whenever it is, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we we fully respect their association and yeah. and they do a great job of of taking care of their brand and their name. Um, uh, which which comes back full circle. Um you know, uh um how do you how do you get gigs? I mean, you make a list and that is still, you know, still um, on the list. 
I would love to do the Orange Conference. No one's called a, no one's called us about doing the Orange Conference. I would love to do it, yep. and I'd love to do a Billy Graham Crusade. Um, it may happen. It may not. But you know what? It's okay. Um, but I want to do a cruise. Um, you want to do a cruise? Yeah. I, yeah. I want yep. to go to Hawaii, and that's actually coming up uh, this November. Sure. You know. I, I would love to. I would love. I would love. I would love to go to South Africa, England, um, and different different places like that, and just see if our comedy works. Yeah. Think about how scary that would be, you know? Oh, you're just yeah, you're taking a real chance because a lot of the humor that we use is very American. Yes. So, but I, I would love to be backstage and feel the the sweat on my brow and thinking through the uh, thinking through all our skits like we used to do seven years ago. Oh gosh, is this going to work? Oh God, please, 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 God, I lean on you with everything that I am. Okay, God, take these mere words and these mere skits and help us make them laugh, you yeah. know, and help them, and help them to see you, you know. Yeah, and you know we experienced some of that uh, in Australia and had a great, mm-hmm. great trip there and a great time. But there was some of our humor that you know I think was it Lucky Charms? They don't have Lucky Charms there. They yeah. call it something else, you know, and. Yeah. You know, it's it's fun. You know, you 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 may bomb, but boy, what a neat opportunity! Yeah, the, I, those are the things. You know, yeah. one of the one of the things on the list that you know sometimes things happen. You have to just scratch it. Was you know, I wanted us to go on one of the space shuttles, and you know, that's it uh, didn't happen. Not going to yeah. happen. So, oh, buddy, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And you know what? We need to mention that in um in podcast number thirty six. Um, yeah. Space Shuttle and Amazing Race. I'm writing those down. Yeah. So, okay, one more question, and then we've we've just we've gone so long. And yeah, kudos to anybody who's still listening. They've either fallen asleep <laughs> or they're on a long drive, and we're sorry. <laughs> but but Tommy, this has been great. I yeah. mean, I've I've enjoyed again. I, it makes me just go. I love you. I love oh. what we get to do. It's it's Same thing. Our friendship is first. You yeah. know. No question about it. And and what it's a great – it's always such a great reminder that we have not created anything, but God has blessed us with so much, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. The last question that uh, I have down here is do you offer internships? Yeah. We, we don't. And, and the hard part about that is this is becoming a bigger question more and more and more, and uh, – you know, as me and Tommy have talked about what happened to us 20 years ago, we, our lives are changed because we were interns. Um, yeah. Pouting and so, I don't know what that looks like. Um, we, we hear the need. The hard part for us is we are on the road in the summertime so much that you wouldn't get to travel with us. So either God is going to have to make our summers to where we are filming more in the summertime and – we have interns that are a part of our lives that way, and you're learning hands-on more that way. Um, but as of right now, the answer is no, and I, I regret that. I really, really do. Yeah. It's, and by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, in, it, it, this is uh, 2011, February, so I yeah. don't know when you're listening to it. But you know, if it's something – again, we, we don't try to force anything. So if that's what's supposed to happen, we believe that God will bring the right people at the right time to help make that happen. You know, I, I think one of the things we struggle with when it comes to internships is we care so much about people. Um, I can't go back to when we went out – we're interns in California – I care too much about people to go. Here's fifty bucks a week. I hope you I make do too. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. you know, internships are, are is that thing that you hopefully gain more information and learn, uh, and that's you know what your pay is. But I, I just I have trouble going. Hey, uh, we're gonna go watch a movie and go out to eat. You have fun. <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to do a, um, we're doing an event, uh, this month and, uh, I told the person there, um, you know, Hey, if you can find someone to work our table for the weekend and mail our product back to Tim, uh, we'll give him a hundred bucks. And, and so that youth minister was like, okay, here's what I have. I'm going to find a person. They're going to work our table for the whole weekend and ship all your stuff back. Um, they'll get whatever Tim sends and you'll pay him a hundred bucks. Is that right? And I, I got flagged for that, uh, this week going, you're going to pay someone a hundred dollars. Why did you tell them that? I'm going, well, 25 just sounds so cheap. Yeah. I mean, we got to take care of people. If they're going to take care of us, we got to take care of them, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, 
Um, Maybe someday. I would love that. Um, yeah. As we dream and end this thing, we've been asked a lot, do you have a Skit Guys drama camp that we could send adults or students or writers, actors? Do you have, do you have a forum where, you know, people come where they pay a tuition and they come for a week to learn from you guys and your team. And I could see interns being a part of that. And, and, and I would love to do that. I would love to see that happen one day to where we have um, a place that you can learn all these nuggets and you can, you can become better than you were um, God willing, you know, with uh, everything for all the pain and the, triumphs that we've learned from you know that would be an amazing dream right there yep so the answer to the last two questions about internship and camp it's not no it's just not yet not yet yeah no not yet yeah so we'll give it to god and see what god wants to do with that so for anybody that is still listening to this (laughs) thank you thank you for listening and thank you for having a desire to use your gifts and talents in the most effective way to bring glory to god yeah. Keep doing it. If you're a writer, go go get a journal book. Go get go get go get something to write your ideas in. I don't know what that is, but do, don't stop writing down your ideas. Yeah. And if you're an actor, find a place, a church, an improv group, something where you are learning things that becomes your base and you're creating material to where if the phone does ring and you want to create a brand name for yourselves that you guys could head out and go to other places and bless other people. Yeah. So email us. Let us know if this has helped you. Let us know if you finished this whole podcast. Let <laughs> us know if we didn't answer any of your questions and maybe on podcast 40 we'll do a follow-up. So email us what we didn't cover and what you still want to know. Yeah. And audience, we love you. Thanks for doing life with us. We're, we're here to help you. Yep. We love you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Tommy. Bye.